What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am an online fitness and mindset coach. And today, this is a very special episode because I am about to bring on my very first or one of my very first clients ever in my online coaching when I launched this business. So I'm just going to allow him to introduce himself. Jergen, what is going on, brother? How have you been? Hey, what's up, Kevin? Uh, I'm, I've been great, man. Uh, to be honest, you know, ever since uh, I, I did your program, I've just it just kind of stayed a lifestyle to me, man. So I've been working out through injuries, through it all, man. I've just I've been enjoying the the lifestyle. I love it. And for those of you who don't know, I want to give like a little bit of a context. Like I started, I want to say coaching sometime like seriously, I want to say like sometime last year, I want to say around April to May. And I remember reaching out to Jurgen specifically. Uh, he posted on his stories that he needed some help. So I actually offered him, I spot him the program and everything. So we got on a call, we nailed home like exactly what he wanted. And we were able to make some serious changes, which we'll get into a minute here. But I kind of just want to backtrack a little bit. So Jurgen, what was your fitness journey like? Like before, you know, you even got into fitness, like walk me through that. Yeah, so when I was when I was barely trying to like start, uh, you know, to get into it, or right before it, you know, I was, I was really unhealthy. I was eating a lot of, I you know, I would never try calories before. So looking at it now, I was eating about like five thousand calories a day, man. Like if not more, but like, you know, no macros were being watched. You know, so I was eating a lot of food. I was really unhealthy. Uh, couldn't hold a conversation without running out of breath. Couldn't walk up the stairs. Things like that. Um, and as soon as I, I, I tried to start, you know, getting into this fitness journey, I got a lot of bad misinformation online. You know, a lot of, I was falling into these, uh, you know, myths that, you know, people try to do. I was walking like 10 miles a day, uh, like a crazy amount of cardio every day. I was, I was thinking that I was eating healthier, but like I wasn't dropping weight. I wasn't looking any different. I wasn't feeling any different. So... I was just, I was just like stuck, you know, not with, with no answers pretty much when I started. Wow. 10 miles a day. Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah, dude, I would do, I'd wake up like at five in the morning. I'd do like three miles, like three miles for lunch and then three miles at night before I'd go to bed. Holy crap. That's, that's actually insane. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine walking like that much in a day. Like for me, I'm fairly active. Yeah. I'm getting like uh, 11,000 steps a day. That's around uh eight kilometers so if you're doing the conversion maybe that's around like five miles i want to say i don't know yeah. i'm not good with math like mental math right now <laughs> but yeah like that's a lot like 10 miles you're like doubling my step count you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah, man, getting into that yeah dude like getting into that you said you were super unhealthy so what did that look like for you like were you classified as obese like how much were you weighing like how were how was your clothes fitting like how were you feeling um yeah i was i was definitely obese i um i think i was at about like 36 percent body fat you know so i had a lot of body fat on me um as far as my clothes like it got to the point where 
uh, I had to go buy, like, I was already buying new clothes. Like, my, my clothes that I had just wasn't fitting me at all anymore. And it's clothes that had been fitting me for years, right? So, like, none of that was fitting. So, it was time to go buy some new clothes. I went up a size. Um, I went up, like, four four sizes on my pants. I went from, like, a size 34 to a 38. And I was, like, getting close to that 42. That 38 was starting to get tight. <laughs> and, um, and, and, yeah, and so... So yeah, it wasn't good, man. It was things weren't fitting me anymore. Yeah, man. And just give like the audience a bit of a context, right? Like, what what's your height and what was your weight at the time? Uh, so I'm five eleven, and then when I started, I was about like two forty eight, so almost two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's up there, right? And for those of you listening, and if you're on that spectrum, like I always want to pre- preface this by saying like, you shouldn't compare yourself uh, to someone else's journey. Like everyone's going to be different, but this is like giving you an, an idea of like what kind of build Jergen was at the time. So Jergen, like you were 248, you you know, you classified yourself as obese and your pants were fitting. When was that turning point where you were like, holy crap, like I actually need to make a change right now? Um... <laughs> my my now wife you know she she sent me this picture through the text like we were at a beach and um and i I saw myself in the picture and i was like damn (laughs) like i knew i was getting big you know i I knew i had gained some weight but i just hadn't seen it like that right um that and on top of that the very next year which was this year we were going to get married so i knew i wanted to look a little better and that guy in the picture wasn't wasn't there right so um Apart from that, um, my my father-in-law, he was uh, he was getting a lot. He had a lot of health issues. He was going to the hospital a lot. So and he was re- really unhealthy himself. You know, very overweight, uh, about five seven, like almost three hundred pounds, right? And um, you know, he had had like he had some cardiovascular issues, uh, diabetes, things like that. And I know I'm prone to that in my family as well. So as soon as I started seeing how many times we were taking this this man to the hospital, I was like, all right. Like, I'm just young right now, you know, it's, I'm bound to get there eventually if I don't, if I don't change these habits. Yo, and I feel like a lot of people, sometimes that's a wake up call. You know what I mean? Like you said it yourself, like you don't really notice it on a day to day, but once you like seeing those photos, you're seeing, you know, other people in your family getting affected by their health because of obesity or whatever. Right. It's, yeah, it, it really is a wake up call. So I'm glad that, you know, you noticed that sooner than later and it was like, you know what? It's time for me to make that change. So when you're looking at those photos and I actually had a funny story cause I always feel like the same way. Cause when I actually, um, was putting on the weight, I kind of always use like dirty bulking as an excuse to get fat. And <laughs> I never, yeah. I never promote dirty bulking at all. Um, so this was like at the time where I was getting into a relationship and I was pretty much eating everything in sight, you know, like, I would call this the seafood diet where I would see food and I would eat it. So I was very unhealthy. We would eat out like every time we met up. Um, so it was like a long distance relationship. Like she would live like, you know, two to three hours away. And every time we would meet up, like uh, mainly on the weekends, we'd always eat out like fast food, um, like a bunch of like high calorie dense foods and the pounds added up, man. And I felt like a day-to-day basis, you don't really notice those things. But when you're looking at it over a span of like long-term, like six months to eight months to a year or whatever, you're really putting it into perspective. Like, holy crap, I really let myself go. And when people are showing you photos, you're like, wow, this is me right now. And your clothes are not fitting good. You're not feeling good. You're feeling like crap all the time. And 
I'm sure you experienced the same thing. So I guess my question was like, now that you've had like that eye opening experience, what were some things that you've changed, like just starting out into this whole fitness journey? Yeah, I, um, I think one of the biggest things has been my mentality. So, you know, I still have my dates. So for, as you know, you know, I recently injured my, my shoulder a couple months ago. And then a couple months prior to that, I had injured it for the first time, right? So I've been on like these breaks, I guess you could say from the gym where I can't, couldn't really lift, you know? Um, but that, that didn't mean that I changed my whole lifestyle, right? So my nutrition was still like, you taught me a lot about nutrition, right? So back home, my nutrition was still on point. I was still counting my macros. I was still making sure my calories were, were looking good. Um, I would get some, I would get my steps in at least, you know, making sure I was still drinking a lot of water. So the mentality wasn't like, oh man, I can't go to the gym anymore. Then the whole lifestyle has to go to the trash, right? Like it was different now, right? I, I, I figured a way to at least maintain what I had achieved as opposed to just landing, letting it all go to waste. Um, but besides that, you know, I've learned habits you know so like making sure i have a plan before i go to the gym right as opposed to just walking in and trying to figure out what i'm gonna do right on the day of um i'm so into like motivating my friends now too anytime somebody's trying to get into fitness man i'm the first one i was like bro let's go to the gym let me send you some workouts i had a friend who uh who, who had covid um he was stuck in his room man and we were facetiming and he wanted to get a workout in with me while i was on at the gym so I, I trained him through the phone, man. I was like, all right, bro, do some squats, do some push-ups, you know, things like that. So fitness has become such a bigger part of my life now, you know, to, to make it short. Dude, I freaking love this so much, right? And it's like, people see that change in you and they are easily influenced. Like, holy crap, this guy's actually leveling up. This guy's like changing his life for the better. Let me see if I can do that too, right? And I feel like uh, in your circle, there's probably not a lot of people who are into fitness or anything like that they only recently got into fitness because they saw you doing it and they saw your transformation. So walk me through that. Like what kind of impact has your fitness journey and how has that impacted the people around you? Um, you know, a lot of people when they, you know, during COVID, you know, we, there wasn't a lot of connection with people. So there, there, there would be times where you wouldn't see somebody for months, right? Because of you know, quarantine and all that. So people who saw me at the beginning of COVID and didn't see me again until like months after, right? You know, after I had already lost all the weight and everything, the reactions, man, like, I, I, I will, like, I was like, the first thing I was like, damn, man, you lost a lot of weight, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, so a lot of people would, um, they would start seeing, because they would see that, that I would go, because I don't post on my social media too much, right? When I'm at the gym, you know, I'll post every now and then, um, you know, but they would see me going to the gym and then after they saw me, after they saw that I had lost all that weight, all these messages started coming in. Hey, man, like, what are you doing? Like, uh, hey, what should I eat? They started asking me about calories, right? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, started asking me about, like, protein. Like, oh, you know, should I, should I buy this? Should I buy that? So as far as making an impact to the people around me, I just feel like see, see, letting, allowing them to see the results kind of made me, like, this person of, of, who is trustworthy, I guess, right? Like, okay, you know, this guy has some sort of credibility behind him. He's not just talking out of his, out of his butt, you know? <laughs> um, and yeah, so just, I guess, just to, to give you an idea of my, my, my father-in-law, right? So the one who's going to the hospital all the time, he never, um, I would always try to advise him, you know, making sure he was making good decisions and he wouldn't listen to me. And I was also really out of shape myself, right? When I was trying to give him that advice. 
as soon as I started dropping the weight, he started taking me a little more seriously. He started asking me a couple follow-up questions. Um, and he went from like 290 pounds to like 240 pounds Damn. in less than a year. Yeah. I, he did it in less than a year. Like, and, um, he started learning about his calories. Like he started looking at the, at the sugar free options, like things that he had never, uh, considered before. Um, I started teaching him the difference about like, uh, about his macros. So you would tell me, Oh man, I didn't, I didn't eat a lot today, but all he ate was like pure carbs, right? Maybe it was like some bread and like tortillas or something like that. Um, so I, I told him, I was like, you know what? You need to make sure you get your protein and your fats and all of that, right? So he started just, like, changing up his whole life. So he's at 240. He's doing a lot better. He's not taking any of that medication he used to take yeah. before. Hell yeah. So so talk about an impact right there, man. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love this so much, right? And it's like the skills and habits that you've learned throughout the program, you were able to relay that to everyone in your circle. And now everyone in your circle is, like, making progress, Um like seeing changes themselves. And it's so funny that you say that too, right? Like every time you uh, give that advice and then you're not like in that position to do so, like let's say you were a bit overweight, no one's going to take you seriously. So that's why like um, most of the time when you actually lose that weight or like people uh, see that transformation, that's when they start like, holy crap, you know, this guy, he knows what he's talking about because he's done it himself. So I feel like that's like um, a big factor when it comes to um, seeing who looks up to you, right? Like you play a big role model in your whole circle because they see that you've done it. So now your fitness journey is in the point where, you know, as you mentioned, you're currently dealing with some injuries right now. Hopefully you get better soon, by the way. And on top of that, you mentioned like you're almost developing like a new job in this whole fitness scene, right? Like you want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, of course. So, um, uh, as soon as I started training a little harder, you know, um, I, as soon as I lost all that weight and I started seeing how it was impacting, you know, like people around me, uh, specifically my father-in-law, you know, how it really helped his, his health overall. Um, it made me want to get into, I realized that I, I liked, I've always, I always knew that I liked helping people. I just didn't know in what area I wanted to help them. You know, I thought Yo, I wanted I'm to be the a nurse. Same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, man. Like I thought during COVID, I was teaching kids how to play, uh, how to play guitar, you know, through Zoom. Right, you know, I've uh, I've worked at a school as a teacher's assistant. Right, I've done all these things, but um, when I started kind of like training people or giving them advice like on fitness, just off of the things that were helping me, um, I I kind of found like a passion for it. I guess you could say, man. I was like, hey, you know what? Like this is this is really cool. This is really rewarding. But then once I saw like the how the benefits that my father-in-law had, right? Like over everybody else that I was able to help out, you know, how it benefited my father-in-law, I was like, man, this is really rewarding. You know, like I love um the fact that this guy is not taking like certain medication anymore, you know, like things like that, just because he changed his lifestyle. Um, I was like, man, like we could do that. Like we have the power to do that for people, right? So um I got a job at a gym. Uh I, I, I work in the personal training department. I'm not a personal trainer, but I do sell personal training. And um, and one of the main things that I would say is I don't like the way that, you know, a lot of these places run that the, these personal training sales, right? How how they lack in that customer service, how they lack in um, and really following up with the, with the, with the, with the client, you know, keeping them accountable. So a lot of the things that I picked up from you, you know, when you were training me, Kevin, um, I apply that to all of these members, right? I make sure that, you know, I really want to help them at the end of the day, right? You know, so I make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm holding them accountable. I make sure that they're meeting these goals, that they're tracking their progress. 
Um, this isn't the main goal. I eventually want to go into physical therapy, but at the end of the day, it's the same thing, right? I'm going to be helping people out. And I think it really started with, you know, with your program, man, as soon as I started training with you. That's one thing I want to touch on too, right? Like for me, I've always wanted to kind of like help people, but I've always been kind of like lost in like what direction I want to go in terms of like my career. Cause I went to school for accounting. Um, and then I kind of like switched out of that. I went to like business and men because I feel like that would have been a little bit more versatile. Like I could have went into like more different branches and everything. And then once I underwent my whole fitness transformation, I was like, yo, you know what? The, the amount of like people asking me for advice, the amount of people who actually needed help, like, oh my goodness, Kevin, you're so inspiring. You're so motivating. Like, how can you help me kind of thing? That really made me feel like, holy shit, like for once in my life, I actually have some sort of significance. So I was like, okay, what if I started pursuing this? You know, what if I started looking into becoming a personal trainer or a fitness coach? So I studied, I did, you know, like my certifications, um, like all those things where I was like continuously evolving my growth in the field. Cause I was pretty much like a sponge. I tried to absorb as much as I can, read so many books, articles, all that stuff, like looking into like the non BS, uh, approach to when it comes to fitness, because we all face it. There's so much misinformation out there. So my job is to like, not only help people change their life, but like also provide them with the most factual and like applicable knowledge so that they can actually do it in the most sustainable way. Um, so I love that so much. And I'm glad that I found this career path and I'm glad that you're also trying to like dabble in this fitness or, um, health industry so that you can actually start making that impact on other people's lives as well. Uh, getting into everything else, like what would you say is like the number one thing that you've taken away from this whole program? So I, I feel like people come from like two places, right? When they want to start the fitness journey. One is like, they've already had the body that they want sometime in the past, right? So like I, in high school, I was a wrestler. I was, I was super active. I had, an, I, had a, I had a picture in mind of what, what I wanted to get back to, right? Or you've always just kind of been kind of chunky or you've been really skinny. And, and you just have a vision of what you think you want. Um, and regardless of what it is in the beginning, like those baby, those first few baby steps are always like the hardest ones, right? Like you start off like super excited. Then you realize, you know, that these results don't come as, as fast as you want them to, right? They, they don't come tomorrow. You know, you, you can't put, you can't put that, that vision body in the microwave for three minutes and like, let it come out ready. Right. It takes time. And, um, you know, a lot of times you might, I, I, I got discouraged along the way. I wasn't seeing results as, as much as I wanted to. I would cheat a little bit and then I would like, I would backtrack and that was, that was discouraging. But had I not persevered, you know, had I, had I given up, I, I wouldn't have been able to get those results that I got. You know, I was taking progress pictures every month of, of what I was looking like in the mirror, right, without my shirt. And um, in the beginning, I was so embarrassed, you know, to look back at those pictures. But now, man, once I lost all the weight, I was like, bro, I was showing everybody. I was like, yo, look, look at this. <laughs> this was my heaviest. This is when I was kind of heavy. This, this is what I looked like at the end, right? Um, and I call those like my trophy pictures now, right? Like, I, I don't mind going back and looking at those. Uh, it feels great, you know? So the main thing is just don't give up um, and just stay consistent. Yeah. That'll be it. That's one of my only regrets, like, when I was at my heaviest, was not taking enough photos. So if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're on your own weight loss journey or whatever, like make sure you take those photos because once you actually get to yep. your goals, it's like so rewarding to take a look back and be like, holy crap, that used to be me. That used to be me at one point. Like 
this is <laughs> and I and this is one message that I always want to make clear. Where you are right now is not going to determine where you're going to end up. So if you're at your rock bottom right now, if you feel like you're at your heaviest weight and nothing's going to change, it's not going to change if you keep thinking that way. So I want you to start thinking more positively about yourself. Start thinking about what it can become and start making sure that you're taking the necessary actions to get to where you want to be. And by, you know, six months to a year, because that's how long it took you, right, Dragon? Like it took you quite some time to get to where you want to be. It's not just like an yeah. overnight thing, like Dragon said. Like, I wish it was like that. I wish I could snap my fingers and, you know, have the body of my dreams, but it doesn't work like that. But as long as you're consistent day in and day out, you're going to get to your goals and you're going to have those pictures along the way to look to see how far you've come. So I freaking love this so much, Jurgen. Um, so what would you say is like one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is currently struggling and they always feel like they're falling off track and every time that they're starting again, they can't keep up with it. Like what were some of your strategies that kept you be on track throughout this whole program? You know, I think, uh, you know, the way that you set up your program really helped me in the accountability aspect. So um, I never, so at work, uh, you know, I'm going to go off track a little bit. At work right now at the gym that I work at, there's this guy, he's a bodybuilder, amazing body, right? Um, and I'm always telling him, I was like, hey, man, like, you know, I injured my shoulder. I'm trying to get back up to two plates when I bench and then I want to go past that. But I'm really struggling. Like, I can't even do what I used to do. And he's like, well, do you track your, you know, do you track your, 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 your weights, you know, like how much you're lifting, right? And I was like, I used to, I was like, I haven't really been doing it that much. I kind of just eyeball it. I kind of just go off of memory. He's like, well, you should, man, progressive overload, progressive overload. And then I was going back to your program and what was working with for me when I was doing your program and I was seeing that progressive overload was that I was tracking everything I was doing, man. I was tracking the, the workouts I was doing, how much weight I was doing, um, you know, like all, all those things like really helped me out. Um, you know, so my bad, dude. I forgot the question. <laughs> I started going on the tangent. <laughs> all good, all good. Uh, what I was like, the question was, what's some of your best piece of advice to those who constantly follow something like, let's say, a program, and then they right. fall off, and then they start again, and then they lose motivation because they don't see any results, and then they fall off. Like, how do you right. stay consistent throughout the program? Yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah, so I had to do with that, right? With tracking all of my progress. So I, I would have the week laid out for me. Like, okay, on, on Friday, I, these are my goals. You know, I mean, sorry, Monday, these are my goals. And then we'll go all the way through Friday, right? So let's just say I was doing really good on Monday, really good on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I fell off. Like you said, for whatever reason, it was my, it was my friend's cat's birthday. And like, <laughs> we had to go eat all the tacos, right? So for whatever reason, I fell off that day. And then normally my old habits would be like, you know what, man, like, I did really bad, just whatever. I'll throw in the rest of the week. I'll start again next week, right? I learned to just get out of that mindset, man. And I was like, you know what? I messed up right now, but I'm going to start again right now, right? Like, it, it start, like you just get right back on, on track. Get right back to what you're doing. Don't let, like, one, um, you know, one weak point uh, be your downfall, man. Don't let one, like, one bad decision that you made kind of just lead you into, like, a whole domino effect of more bad decisions. Just get right back up and just, just get started right again. You know, I feel like that's what helped me the most when I was doing this. Boom. Yo, that's a freaking golden nugget right there. Cause <laughs> I feel like so many people, they mess up once. Let's say you had a bad meal or whatever, even though I don't promote, I don't say, you know, there's bad meals. I feel like all meals should be included, right? Like 
yes, some meals might be less nutritious than others, but that doesn't mean you can't have it. But anyways, that's besides the point. Most of the time when people feel like they had a bad meal, they shoot themselves in the foot. They're like, oh my goodness, I had a bad meal. I'm just going to binge this whole entire weekend. Like you're setting yourself <laughs> yep. up for failure, right? Like instead of like, yeah. okay, you had this one meal. Good. Like you enjoyed it. Great. Time to get back on track. Time to start crushing your goals. And once you get into that mentality, then that's when you're going to start making that progress. Because now in your mind, you're like, yo, there's no such thing as like failure. The only way I fail, uh, fail. The only way I fail is when I actually shoot myself in the foot and start binging the whole weekend. Like getting back on track is like the most simple and underrated way to continue making progress and be consistent in the program. So I love that. So Jurgen, do you have like any final words to the audience right now listening? Um, I would just say, you know, if you are thinking of, of getting started on some sort of fitness journey, like if you're just in that thought process, right, you haven't made any sort of decisions. Um, some of the benefits, obviously, you're going to look amazing. You're, you're going to feel amazing. You know, your health is just so important. And um, and if you think whether you need help or not, you probably do need help, right? Like even athletes have trainers, yep. <laughs> you know, so so uh, just start something, you know, honestly, just anything going from an inactive lifestyle to an active lifestyle any little switch is going to start something in your body, right? So um, uh, it's a brand new year. It's January. So let's just go after it, you know, with full throttle. Freaking let's go. I love it so much. Jurgen, <laughs> where can they find you, bro? All right. You can find me on Instagram, jdoc94, jdoc94. Besides that, I'll be, uh, I'll be on Kevin. Hopefully this isn't the last time on Kevin's podcast, man. So hopefully <laughs> they'll find me here next time. <laughs> <laughs> love it all right thank you so much for tuning in if you got value from today's episode i would love for you to screenshot this episode post it on your story and tag me at bougie fitness and you can also tag jurgen as well all right much love we'll see you on the next episode peace Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.